his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Thank you. Yeah, looks like the 5 o'clock hour is what it looks like to me for a Monday afternoon. I tell you. Thank you. Stand back. Fasten your seatbelts, folks. We're going to talk right here at 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station, and also 106.3 WORD.com and uh, 101.5 FM if you're down in Anderson, 95.1 FM, the proverbial 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca. And those other two signals, by the way, work uh, really well. I have uh, checked them out personally and can vouch for them. You want to be a part of this here thing? Then uh, give us a call if you'd like at the Ingalls Advantage Talk Line, 1 800 347 1063. 1 800 347 1063. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, 71307. 71307. I was uh, particularly unhappy to hear. Uh, from Jeff in Spartanburg, not that his message wasn't important, but I had no idea that the U.S. Officer Corps and indeed our institutions of military training in the higher education have become bastions of liberalism. I had no idea. I really, uh, <laughs> something needs to be looked into about that. But uh, again, I'll look into it myself, but I, 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 uh, I would have to hope that that somebody investigates this. Are we really producing warriors? Is that what we're doing? I note, for example, the recent U.S. military uh, uh, manual on napping. Yes, a GI nap time is now officially uh, approved uh, when when soldiers are very tired. Uh, actually, for those who put forward that edict, uh, as a former GI myself, let me tell you, we we already knew how to nap. Okay. Uh, anytime we got a chance, in some cases standing up, I have in fact napped standing up. And I'm not sure what it is about my sense of balance, but my inner ear would tell me if I started to slump out of vertical to one side or the other, like I was about to fall on my face, I'd come out of it. I've done that. So anyway, and then there's this, the new kinder, gentler, basic training. This is not officers now. We're talking about uh, what all the uh, enlisted recruits go through. The Army is changing its approach to basic combat training, moving away from many of the harsher traditions associated with the grueling days that served as the introduction to military service for all recruits, the shark attack. 
the day one basic training tradition in which recruits are swarmed at by yelling drill sergeants, ordering them to do exercises and carry out physical tasks. I can remember those days. I didn't like those days. But let me tell you something. They prepared me for being a soldier, and they certainly helped to keep me alive in Vietnam, and they were necessary. Not everything that is necessary is enjoyable. That's something to keep in mind. I know that we are a very self-indulgent people, but uh, in, in lieu of the shark attack basic training, and, and our Lee Army would never understand this, in its place the Army is implementing the first hundred yards, the first hundred yards, a calmer and more organized series of what the Army calls mentally and physically challenging events that focus on building teamwork between recruits and trust with their superiors. Unless, of course, it challenges your self-esteem, in which case you'll be allowed a timeout, and here is your beret. I'm getting a little, little bit overboard here, I'm sure. Maybe it's still a very serious approach to, to basic training, but the new approach, which, by the way, is already underway, uh, here is what uh, Arthur Reiser says of this. He is an Iraq War veteran, now with the D.C. think tank uh, R Street. He says, quote, I find this to be absolutely asinine, that we would be watering down what has worked for literally hundreds of years. Ultimately, the entire point of basic training is to make sure the individual has the mental fortitude for war. Duh! That's right. That's the point. We are, are training you, teaching you the attitude necessary to not only survive in war, but to prevail in war. That's why wars are fought. And this, of course, just reeks of the influence of people who have never spent one second in uniform. The kind of parasites who have uh, avoided studiously such service. It's uh, it's remarkable. Riser continues with his comments. The whole point of basic training is to get you tough, to get you mentally ready. We don't break you permanently. Be, we ensure that you can come together and that you can't do that with that soft, gushy coating that civilian life gives you. That's true. That's all very true. And again, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that uh, all is lost and the entire U.S. military is going to hell. I will not say that. And the track record of the U.S. military in recent conflicts is ample evidence enough that something is working very well. Having said that, we uh, first, of course, have seen the the problem of, uh, of funding for our military, uh, which uh, during the eight years of the Obama-Biden administration, that would be the Obama-Biden administration, uh, was seriously curtailed. But now we are told, that, and this is from the Army, that basic training is being softened. And uh, we just heard uh, from uh, Jeff in Spartanburg, who sounded like he knows what he's talking about, uh, that uh, the officer corps has become increasingly liberal and that it is a direct result of the indoctrination that we've already seen and unfortunately have come to expect on many college campuses, extending even to the likes of 
West Point, Annapolis, Colorado Springs, and even the Citadel. <laughs> I mean, again, I have not been there. I have not looked further into this. I have Jeff's word. He sounded pretty convincing to me. And I am astonished that the Citadel could ever become a a hotbed of liberalism. Well, hey. Texter says here, uh, the more you sweat in peacetime, the less you bleed in war. Semper Fi. Yes, that's very true. Uh, that's extremely, extremely well put. The more you sweat in peacetime, the less you bleed in war. That is true. A lot of people, I think, fail to understand the consequences of being unprepared in military. For many people out there, the, the most severe consequence they've ever faced is a loss of self-esteem or to be challenged with ideas that, that make you uncomfortable. No, the, the worst experience you can have is to be in a situation where, if you're not prepared, somebody out there is going to try to kill you. That's what war is all about. So, for what it's worth, I just hope that people keep these things in mind. Uh, another texter says, and again, I haven't been in basic training in a really long time. Basic training has become an absolute joke in the last decade. Physical therapy, the babying of the soldiers or would-be soldiers, it is sad. And uh, this uh, whole bastion of liberalism you're talking about is absolutely true. They're turning soldiers into big babies. We need patriots. We don't need children in the military outfits playing soldier because when it gets real, what are they going to get killed or are they going to surrender? Well, their track record to date has been pretty good. Let us pray that what you're talking about doesn't wind up happening. All right, uh, we are 106.3 WORD, now at 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca, 101.5 FM in Anderson, and everywhere on the Radio.com app. Our time now is 5.15. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, I'm just sitting here basking in your welcome. Thank you very much. It is uh, 521 at 106.3 WORD. Jimbo for Bobby Mack. Thank you for being with us this afternoon. And uh, let us see who is uh, ringing us up on the Ingalls Advantage talk line here. I believe I see uh, Dave and Traveler's Rest. Hello, Dave. Hello there, Jimbo. Yes, sir. Hi there. Good to- yes, sir. On? Good to have you with us. Go ahead. About- Thank you. I wanted to tell you about my experience voting on Saturday at the Greenville County Complex on University Ridge. Um, My wife and I realized that the only opportunity she was going to have to vote was if we went early on Saturday. Unfortunately, the election commission only has one polling place on Saturdays in the entire county. So we showed up right at uh, 9.05, right after they opened, fully expecting there to be a line, but was shocked to see literally hundreds and hundreds of people in line. So it was very bittersweet. It was wonderful that there were so many people that come out to vote and almost mortifying that this is going to take forever. And he did, but from the moment we got in line to we completed our voting and walked out the door was five hours and eight minutes. Good heavens. Like I said, it was a little disappointing. There's only one polling place open in the entire county on a Saturday. That that is very disappointing. You know, I I considered voting early. I decided I was going to go ahead and vote on uh, on election day and I am I voted a small a small precinct by the way and and uh in in the years that I've been voting there uh, I've never stood in a line ever uh and my guess is that if enough people vote early this time uh, my wife and I may be the only people there <laughs> well that's that, amazing that 5 be, hours well, plus it, that's remarkable yes it was 5 hours and 8 minutes and my normal precinct is a is Again, just like yours, a very small one where there's never any line. But she could not make it on election day, so. Well, no, you know what she should do is, is, is try to get an absentee ballot. I guess you did. You did stay in line, right? You voted, right? Yes, we did. We did yeah. vote. Um, like I say, huge turnout, hundreds of people there in line. I would say a good. Twenty percent of the people, including ourselves, we brought chairs and a little bag of snacks and water, and there were volunteers handing out water um, in, in a large, very, very large turnout of the African-American community. So it's very impressive. Um, they really come out to vote on Saturday. Well, that is uh, certainly very you know, interesting. I, Again, I would uh, I would not be inclined if I were in that line, it was my only chance to vote, I'd wait. I will cast a ballot. But if I had any inkling in advance that that would be the, the length of the line, I'd vote another way. By the time you voted, I guess it was way too late to apply for an absentee ballot, right? Yes. 
That so you were you were stuck. It was that or election day. Yeah. 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 Well, exactly. we had waited too long to get the mail in yeah. absentee, and it's like uh, we're looking at the calendar, going, we have to go tomorrow, and and so you know we we went made that decision on Friday that we have to go Saturday morning. So it worked out, yeah. but it did take a long time, and I would certainly hope the. Uh, election commission would expand their future early voting on saturdays and or late evening hour at least one day a week yeah obviously they have underestimated turnout uh, as well all right uh, thanks dave for the uh, the heads up there uh here's robert in uh, clinton who joins us this afternoon at uh, 25 after five hello robert okay scott in greenville hello scott is Scott in Greenville? Well, I know he's in Greenville. I'm just yes. wondering if he's still on the... Yes, sir. You're on the radio. Go right ahead. Oh, hey. Sorry. I, I started talking. I missed my cue there. I apologize. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> okay. So this is kind of interesting. There's an article up that, on the internet by some group called The Independent, which I, I was reading a minute ago. And I had to laugh at it a little bit because it's touting Jamie Harrison and it's saying how Jamie's been attacking his Republican opponent, Senator Lindsey Graham, for not being transparent with South Carolinians about where he stands on the key political issues of the day. So I went to Jamie Harrison's website again. I've been going to Jamie Harrison's website over and over and over again. And there are 14 uh, points on Jamie Harrison's website that he addresses his stance on the issues on. And there's a block that's missing here, and I'm curious to wonder if I know which block that is that's missing, but um, Jamie Harrison does not have anything on his website stating where he stands on gun control. Now, I'm sure that that's probably a key political issue of the day, considering the fact that the very first political, uh, the very first debate, the, the primary debate in the Democrat primary, the very first question on the very first uh, debate for the Democrats was gun control. Mm -hmm. So why isn't Jamie Harrison being transparent about his stance on gun control? Why is he well, not? I think that's pretty clear because he knows that his stance on gun control would not be popular. I mean, let's not forget that video that we have all seen of uh, Jamie Harrison in which uh, Hillary Clinton is sitting right there and he's praising her, her virtues to the sky, how prepared she is. And she says to Jamie Harrison, we're on the same page. Let's not forget that Harrison was personally recruited by Chuck Schumer. Now, if uh, you like people uh, in high office who are endorsed by Hillary Clinton and Chuck Schumer, then Jamie Harrison's your guy. Otherwise, I don't think so. So I just think it's very interesting that, that he's claiming that that uh, Graham is not being transparent on key political issues when he's not being transparent on his stance on gun control. He doesn't dare be transparent, Scott. If he were transparent... He wouldn't have a prayer of winning. His only hope is to run those insipid commercials we hear about how he's in favor of a motherhood and apple pie and, and puppies and everything else. He can't get specific. If he did, he'd get blown out. He is trying to reach people out there who, frankly, don't do a whole lot of thinking, but they do a whole lot of feeling. Oh, my goodness, I'm feeling. And, and uh, it's the warm and fuzzy vote, I call it. And uh, that's his only chance of winning. Yeah, yeah, and the other thing on his commercials that I have to laugh at is um, the people who obviously he's not doing it, but these these people that are representing him, like Big Melissa and Rocky. I'm sorry, did that come out? Uh, and there's another person, and they complain about 
the fact that Graham has had three pay raises since he's been off in office and that Graham has been there too long. Well, Jamie Harrison was an aide for Senator James Clyburn, and I'm wondering how many pay raises James Clyburn has received since he's been in office. And correct me if I'm wrong, but hasn't Clyburn been in office longer than Lindsey Graham? I'm just I'm I'm not sure, but it wouldn't surprise me. We can uh, certainly look it up. But suffice it to say that uh, that uh, Congress has worked out a situation now where they don't even even vote for their own pay raises. There's a commission that handles that. Uh, So unless you're independently wealthy and you can turn down the money, uh, I don't think there's any way you you take part of a paycheck. But points well taken, uh, Scott, and appreciate uh, your call. More to come. Jimbo for Bobby Mack. At 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. We'll pause briefly. Annie Robards has some news to report to you, and then we'll be back with more. It's now 529. Twenty-four before six o'clock at one zero six three W O R D. As we go back to our Ingalls Advantage talk line. Oh, by the way, uh, for Scott in uh, Greenville, who said he wouldn't be surprised if James Clyburn hadn't been in office longer than Lindsey Graham. Uh, in point of fact, Clyburn has. Clyburn has spent twenty-eight years in the House. Lindsey Graham has spent eighteen in the Senate and eight in the House, total of twenty-six years. So Clyburn preceded Graham in Washington by two years. You are uh, correct, sir. Uh, to Dale in uh, Greenville. Hello, Dale. Hello. I was going to address the voting early, which if they're saying that the voting early is just about over, it's probably going to be too late. I was just going to say that anybody who was voting early and didn't really have any particular reason to just voted early, they kind of were, in a way, duped by the uh, Democrats. The reason why I say that is Democrats want you to vote early for their opponent before you know whatever he is uh, doing or has done. Just like uh, what happened to Biden now. All this come out with the computer. Whether that's going to explain anybody, I don't know. But uh, you have all these events that happen, and they're just now coming out. Well, there's what, 60 million people who's already voted? There are uh, 58 or 59 million who have already voted. Yeah. Well, what's a million amongst friends? You know, i got to tell you, uh, yeah. I've got to I got to tell you, honest to goodness, uh, Dale, uh, it could very well be that this Hunter Biden story shouldn't have been a September surprise instead of an October surprise, because a lot of people who might have been reached by that had already voted. Yeah, and that's, that's what my whole point is. They want you to vote early, vote early, vote early. You, you know. Avoid the crowds. Avoid the crowds. They don't tell you avoid what you should already know. The and it creates such a, you know, it anymore. You can't plan a uh, election on what happened in the past. Like they were planning the October surprise because that's when they always came out. They're a day late, dollar short. They should have done it earlier if they knew about it earlier. 
right? It's, yeah. You know, it's, go ahead. No, I, I, I'm with you. I, I try to hear what you're saying. And, and again, I mean, sure, there are a lot of things that, that have, have not uh, worked out as planned. People didn't realize the surge of early voting that would take place. And so polling places for early voting wouldn't have enough people. And campaigns uh, didn't realize that things that they, they brought out would come out after so many people had voted. This whole early voting thing, Dale, you're correct, has caught a lot of people by surprise. And not only that, early voting, really, I don't want to insult anybody, but it just seems like you're checking a box. I voted. Okay, but did you vote because of what you knew, or did you vote because you just voted? If you understand well, what my point is. Yeah, I do. I do understand your point. It is, of course, possible uh, to to research candidates and learn about their positions and and vote early, knowledgeably. But of course, as you are correctly noting, that means you won't be knowledgeable right up till election day because if something happens late in the campaign, it's too late. You've already voted. So even if you do diligently learn about the candidates and the issues, voting early still robs you of reacting to any last minute effort. That has been put foot forward by uh, by the uh, the candidates. Yeah, and uh, but, but a lot of people I've seen, you couldn't change your mind if you gave them a million dollars and told them that they go the other way, it's going to kill them. Of course, they vote the other way, may well put them in detriment. They don't. Yeah, really I mean, you're that. absolutely you're absolutely correct, Dale. And again. Uh, we're going to have if, if early voting is the wave of the future, then we're going to have to uh, to obviously pay closer attention to it. Points well taken, sir. Uh, Twenty minutes before six, we go to Cassandra in uh, Greenville on uh, the Bobby Mack show with Jim Bohannon. Hi, Cassandra. Hello. Um, you know, I'm I'm calling because I have a, a question. I've heard mm-hmm. from some friends that um, that uh, I know uh, most of us are familiar now with the. Jamie Harrison commercial where he uh, tells us beware and then goes on to speak of of um, who else is on the ballot and says candidate um, Bledsoe is is on and he's so conservative blah 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 right. and I heard that there that there might be a, a class action suit because of election fraud because he does not say former candidate he tells an out and out lie in the commercial to mislead all of the South Carolinian voters and have them uh, waste their vote, throw it away. Well, he is trying and, to get people well to waste their vote. That. I don't think he technically, I think I, if you listen to those commercials, I think you'll find that they've been very artfully written, undoubtedly by an attorney or two, oh, yes, to make have. sure that they didn't, they didn't quite... It didn't quite lie. Yes, his name is on the ballot. Bledsoe's name is on the ballot. They do, of course, conveniently omit the fact that Bill Bledsoe has withdrawn his candidacy and has endorsed Lindsey Graham. So there is lying by implication. But in terms of an actual fraudulent statement, I mean, technically, uh, they, they just simply claim that he's too conservative for South Carolina, which obviously is not true and is designed well, you, to steal you know votes. What? But I don't think. Well, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, Jim, that's what I thought originally, and um, I did call Bobby about it quite a while ago when I first heard it, and I kept saying it's a lie of omission, but I listened to it very carefully, and no, indeed, he does say, be careful who else is on the ballot, candidate Bill Bledsoe, blah, 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 blah. That is not omission. That is a lie. Well, no, no, well, candidate candidate Bledsoe, you you do realize, aren't you, Cassandra? Yeah, I know, but he is on the ballot. He's on the ballot. That part's true. But, yeah, well, but that's the part that they're going to hang this on. Is it, 
No, he's not a candidate, but they don't say that he's a, they right, a candidate. They, per- yes, they do. They do. They say candidate Bill Bledsoe. Well, if they, if, if they say they candidate say instead of former candidate, if they, well, then in that case, right. maybe there would be a basis. Now, I must confess that well, I cannot find I anything heard. online about a, a lawsuit against him over this. Uh, clearly, it's meant to deceive. Yes, it's meant. To, it's meant to give the wrong impression. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe folks in the uh, in the listening audience can all call our local stations, uh, the news stations, and see if they can follow up on this, and certainly pass this on to our our people again uh, to let them know that that Bledsoe did indeed withdraw and endorse senator graham uh, i'm really concerned about us losing that senate seat and i mean for the money that outsiders are pumping in we know it's important but that is an out and out lie i used to think it was just a lie of omission but no he calls him candidate bill bledsoe and we all know he knows that he is not a candidate he did withdraw so i'm wondering if if you know well anyway that's what i heard i heard that yeah. and I thought, well, well i put it this way i think you could know. make you could make a case for it, uh, Cassandra. I really believe you could make a case for it. It's obviously meant to deceive. That's the intent of yes. it. I'm sure that lawyers yes. lawyers were involved to word it in just such a way that they they think that uh, Harrison is covered. But if, if, in fact, that commercial says candidate yeah. uh-huh. instead of former candidate, then I think there is a case to be made that, in fact, it is I fraud. So. I, I, <laughs> I hope there's a lawyer out there. I know nothing about this well. stuff. But I did listen in, in carefully and thought, oh, maybe my friends are right. Maybe there will be something happening. Yeah. Well, and I would hope so. I do so. think that people should uh, should be looking at our, our local news stations to at least let people know that he's withdrawn. And, yeah. and well, to you know what? The, the Lindsey Graham people, the Graham people need to get Bledsoe to cut them a commercial. It simply says, oh, hi, please. this is Bill Bledsoe, and uh, I was a candidate for the United States Senate. Now, yeah. we all know that Lindsey Graham and I disagree on a number of things. But let me tell you something. In this race, I back Lindsey all the way. Now, they need to cut that commercial. Absolutely. Absolutely, and Lindsay should pay for it. I don't care. Well, of course, it'd be a Lindsay from. commercial. No, oh, Lindsay yeah. shouldn't oh, have I, to. But, but, yes, I no. agree with you, Jim, wholeheartedly. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. And, and, I, and I'm really hoping that in the commercial they would say, I mean, really point out exactly what Harrison said to show that he is deceitful and uh, duplicitous. And yeah. he comes off, he's, he's just such a nice guy. And, and I know. quite frankly, when I first saw the commercial, I thought I was going to maybe right. vote for him the, yeah. early, early on when I first saw right. the commercials. Exactly. Then I found yeah. out what he really was. So, yeah. I'll tell you what, Cassandra, anyway, we're going to have Jim. to pause briefly. So, uh, sure, if, thank well, you. Okay, well, again, I was going to say you could always stick around to after the break. But anyway, uh, Jimbo, for Bobby Mack, it's uh, 14 now before 6. How do all? Thanks for being with us and appreciate very much uh, your presence this afternoon here. The Ingalls Advantage talk line 1-800-347-1063, 1-800-347-1063, and the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. 
71307. It's eight minutes now before uh, the hour of uh, 6 p.m. And uh, uh, let's see here. We got uh, textually speaking here. Uh, this texter says that they are quoting from the, the Jamie Harrison ad. I haven't written it down, but they say this is from Harrison's ads. Alerts voted to the fact that right wing Constitution Party candidate Bill Bledsoe is still on the ballot and warns them that he is too conservative for South Carolina. Okay. Uh if that is the exact wording, then I guess you could get into a, a, a fight about whether or not they should have said former candidate or not. Uh, the fact that they add still on the ballot, I guess, implies that he's no longer running. Uh, two things. First, I assume that lawyers vetted this so that he could get just to the edge without quite committing vote fraud, Harrison. And second, uh, that uh, he's trying to get people to vote for a man who is no longer running and is already has already endorsed uh, Lindsey Graham. So the intent of that commercial is clearly fraudulent. The intent is to lie to the voters of South Carolina. There is no question at all about that. Whether they, they crossed the line and actually uh, committed an actionable criminal act, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. But that is clearly the intent. And uh, <laughs> for what it's worth. Uh, we, we we passed that along this afternoon, but that that's clearly what they're trying to do. Let's see here, uh, Jim. It's really simple, says this texter. A vote for Biden-Harris is a vote for abortion up to the moment of birth, which is what they support. It's called murder. Uh, I wouldn't disagree with you. Uh, for many voters, that, that will not resonate. It, it is simple for you and a number of us, but it is not simple for a lot of the people out there who... Uh, who would not agree with uh, with uh, with their statement? So, in terms of persuading voters, uh, I'm not sure that it will. Okay, Texter says, "Hi, Jimbo. First of all, I stood in line for two and a half hours today and voted straight Republican. That being said, it was either intentional or super clumsy of Bledsoe to drop out when he did. Well, he dropped out. I think very clearly, he dropped out because uh, he was afraid that." Uh, Harrison would win. He dropped out because, well, first of all, he was—he ne- he knew he was never going to be a U.S. senator, okay? Uh, and while he disagrees with Graham, he, he saw, as do many of us see, the fact that, that uh, uh, Jamie Harrison represents views that are completely out of whack with Bledsoe's views. It was neither uh, clumsy or, or it was obviously intentional and not at all clumsy. Yes, Harrison is taking advantage of the softball—well, it says softball that he's been thrown— uh, uh, I don't know what softball you're you're talking about here. The fact is that Bledsoe was afraid that, in fact, his candidacy might actually cost the South a a, a Senate seat uh, with the conservative leanings. So that's that's not a softball. That's simply a reflection of reality. And uh, and uh, the texture goes on to say it is not incumbent on 106.3 to explain the technicality. Yes, it is, because there are some people out there stupid enough to buy into it. It is absolutely incumbent on us to do just precisely that. And the only reason I can see you posting that text is because you would prefer that enough stupid people, in fact, do cast their vote in the mistaken belief that they were voting for someone who was still in the race. So, yes, it is very much on us, uh, incumbent upon us to, to explain the technicality. And uh, and I just did. And... Uh, Again, if you really support the notion of uh, of lying through your teeth, uh, 
and barely uh, edging the line in terms of whether or not it is a lie, which I think is questionable, then fine. Uh, we we uh, will have to keep that in mind if we ever run across you, Texter, and have to engage in a business deal with you, uh, which I would most assuredly not want to do. Anyway, for what it's worth, uh, there are two people running for the U.S. Senate in South Carolina. Uh, and uh, Bill Bledsoe is not one of them. You can vote for Lindsey Graham, who is conservative on many an occasion, but not enough for a lot of us. Or you can vote for Jamie Harrison, who would never be conservative for one instant on any issue. He has the backing of Hillary Clinton. He has the backing of Chuck Schumer, who recruited him. If uh, that doesn't tell you all you need to know, hey, uh, you go right ahead and cast your vote. It's your vote. Jimbo for Bobby Mack, and the time now, four minutes before six. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.